Hello and welcome. This is Nadia with Art of Sia. You're listening to Wine and Wednesdays, and I am so thankful that you are here with me today as we are going to discuss some of the key things that I stick to on a day-to-day basis when it comes to my own relationship. I've got these principles, recognizing illusions, seed planting, and acts of kindness that I am trying to relayed to you to get you to understand and I think that it's very important that we see these things in day-to-day interactions and these concepts are probably new to you and I want to break down what they look like in my life on a day-to-day basis. So today I'm just going to kind of give you a glimpse as to what has happened over the last week and show you how I use these principles. Now remember Art of Sia focuses on three key ideas, seed planting, recognizing illusions, and acts of kindness. Begin to tune into these so that you can change your perception in order to change your situation. Let's get started. So last week when I had Terrell on, I briefly mentioned to you all that my home is currently Terrell is a real estate investor and one of his key sources of income is to rehab homes. So renovating houses is something that he does every day and he's gotten really good at it. Well, me on the other hand, this is kind of a a new concept to actually be engulfed in the day-to-day decision-making and dust accumulation and noise. These are all things that are are kind of new to me and take me out of my element a little bit. So I caught myself last week getting caught up in some of my feelings. So I was out and about just looking for products and It just seemed like I was doing a lot of ripping and running, making a lot of different decisions. And I come home and I'm presenting him with these lighting fixtures that it is that I found that I like. And he's like, no, I don't like that. Just kind of dry and not really giving me direction on what he does like. So now it's like I'm back at the drawing board and then I go out and I find something else and I come back. No, I don't like that either. Well, what do you like? I don't know. Show me a couple more pictures. It was starting to frustrate me. I didn't really know how to handle it because on one side, I'm like, you know, why am I the only one ripping and running and trying to make these decisions? And he's just sitting back picking choices, right? So I'm presenting him with five, six examples that it takes time to get those examples. And then he's just like, no, shutting them down. No, shutting them down. But I'm supposed to take that in grace. And I wasn't really doing a good job of that last week. I'm going to be honest with you. So we still don't have a light fixture to tell you the truth. But um, when I got home, He's venting to me about how if he's not here in the home on top of the workers, every step of the way, something is going to get messed. You can't snooze for one minute is what he keeps telling me. And so he's here and he's 
upset because the tile that the the carpenters were laying was not flush up against each other. And for his projects that he does, it probably is okay, right? No one is really going to be that meticulously looking at where these two tiles meet to even notice anything. But for his home, he's being extremely meticulous and is on top of the guys and making sure that everything is perfect, okay? So that's the stresses that he's doing. Well, I don't have that stress because I'm out at the store looking for product the entire time. So we kind of have two completely different stresses that are happening right here. But I think it's important to understand that we're both going through this process together, yet we both have different viewpoints and different perspectives. I'm not downstairs staying on top of the workers, making sure that everything is perfectly aligned. He's taking care of that. But I just have to make sure that when they're ready for the next project, that everything is there and ready. So it's a good team. He can't do it without the workers. The workers can't do it without me. They need his guidance. So at the end of the day, our home looks exactly how it is that it is supposed to look. So as I'm in my feelings about some of my stresses, it it was kind of um, humbling to hear it from his, his perspective. So I just want you guys to understand that even though that's not directly related to a marital problem, it's somewhat is the basis of it, that we are both coming from two different perspectives and that we need to be able to see it from each other side and not to be so narrow-minded as to what it is that you are going through personally in that space. So the week goes on and this one day he has an attitude. I ain't done nothing though. I ain't done nothing. He's not mad at me. But you could feel the tension in the air when he walked past us. And I say us because one of my sons turned to me and was like, Dad just seems like he's mad. And I told him, you know, no, he's not mad. He's stressed. There's a lot going on right now. Kind of keep your distance. Do what is asked of you and everything will be fine. So he kind of nodded and was like, okay. But as we're going through the day to day now, he's asking me about this light fixture. Do we have the lights for the bathroom? But the way he asks me, it's so much attitude behind that. I'm immediately getting defensive, almost feeling like, No, I didn't get the light because we can't agree on the light. You know this. (laughs) But you know what? Don't forget, he's already stressed for reasons that have nothing to do with me. And I know this. I recognize this. I was talking to my son about this. So Nadia, you need to calm down and show him some grace right now. He is stressed out because of something else that has happened. It is not directly related to you. Do not internalize it as such. And that's what I did. And But I'm literally, as we're having this conversation, saying to myself, breathe, 
kind of biting my tongue also. He's not mad at you. Just answer the question and kind of keep it moving. So we get past that. And I'm sitting back and just reflecting on the situation. Why is he so angry? And he, he tells me, I guess, you know, some pricing with some materials aren't exactly what it is that he wanted. And he's going with it with the vendor and, the, you know, the tile guy and all of that is happening. We had like five different contractors in the house at the time and he was trying to juggle all of that the electricians are getting off work it was just a lot happening in the house which is you know part of the reason why he was stressed he's getting ready to go out of town and he wants everything to move so now these are stresses that he goes through every day now let's go backwards 10 years when he's out of the house and he's going through these same stresses but back then he's building his team he doesn't have his reliable contractors he doesn't have his reliable carpenters or his electricians and plumbers that he has on speed dial that he calls and he knows that these people have quality work. He doesn't have that team yet 10 years ago. So now when he's coming home with that same stress, the old Nadia is not giving him grace because of what could have happened outside the home because I didn't see any of that. And frankly, I didn't care because there's no reason why you should be upset with me because I didn't find a light. We didn't go to the store and this is something that we're supposed to be doing together. So no, I didn't find that conversation 10 years ago would have led to an argument because I would not have known how to almost stand down and to let him have his attitude because it's not directly related to me. It is okay for people to vent as long as they do it in a respectful manner. Even if your defenses start to rise, you do not have to react to that. If you know you've done nothing wrong, let them vent, answer the questions, and move on. You do not have to constantly have confrontation because someone else is stressed out. It happens, right? So remember, if you were at work and this was your boss having issues with something that you did or you didn't do, you wouldn't snap off at them or ask them, why are you so mad? And don't be coming up in this house acting crazy after, you know, I just got home from work and you don't have to do all of that. Well, you wouldn't do it with your boss. Don't do it with your spouse. Okay. So as I'm sitting here reflecting about, I wonder why he is so angry. I get it. But this is something that he does all the time. Like, it seems like you should be able to manage your stress if you do it all the time. Right. And then it dawned on me. We haven't had sex in about a week and a half. I promise you, this is unusual, but with everything that is going on, he's up late and it just hasn't happened. Okay. That's the problem. That's the problem. He's stressed out and needs a release. So while we never got into an argument, I still was able to take accountability for the fact that something is lacking within the marriage. And that was sex. Remember how I've told you all how important it is to continue to have sex, to continue to stay connected. Because when situations occur, if you're connected, it's easier to show grace. So obviously, 
that dry spell is over now and I can clearly see a difference in attitude. Take a look at that calendar. Not sure if you tuned in to, I believe it might've been a sexless marriage. I told you to start writing down every time you all have sex. Put a little note in the calendar, something, a little smiley face. It doesn't matter what it is because I want you to be able to reflect back on that to try to figure out what your pattern is so that when you look up and it's been a week and a half and you guys are fighting and arguing, I knew exactly what it was, how to rectify that to get us back on track. Are all of these things your responsibility? No, they're not. But we cannot control him. We cannot change other people. The only thing that we can do is to take accountability for ourselves and to change our behaviors. That's what I want you to tune in. I want you to have a healthier mindset about what the relationship should look like and what your responsibilities are to that. And then make sure that you're staying in alignment. And if you need to kind of reset, you can do that. But how do you know what is wrong if you haven't started keeping track of these things? I know it probably sounds like it's scheduled or it's too much work. Sex should happen naturally. And while all of that is true, your marriage could potentially be in a place where none of that stuff is happening. So before we get there, we need to know what our pattern is so that when we get out of that pattern, we can quickly get back into it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and um, take a short wine break. All right. So tonight I am drinking the poor man's champagne. Yes, it's beer. I have a Miller Lite. Now, if you pour beer in a wine glass, does it make it fancier? I don't know. It's Wine and Wednesdays and I'm drinking beer. Oh, well, didn't have any wine and that can't stop no show. So I went into the refrigerator and let me tell you this quick little story about this beer. My sister-in-law somehow has a 40 ounce of beer in my refrigerator and it has been there since the 4th of July. Her and her girlfriends have something about drinking a 40 on the 4th. Okay, so she bought this 40 ounce of beer and she doesn't really drink like that. Anywho, it's what, February the 8th and the 40 is still in there. So I came in the house today and I'm like, hey, you gonna drink that beer? And she's like, no good I'm gonna drink it so that's what I did and you should have seen her face she looked at me like you're gonna drink a beer I mean, no you're gonna drink a 40 and I says yeah well I'm not gonna drink it out of, out of the, um, the bottle so I poured it in my wine glass and everything and I was like look at how pretty it is because you know it had the foam at the top and you know the nice amber um, color of the beer at the bottom it really looked very pretty I should have took a picture of it and posted that picture for today but um and so she just says yeah it looks a whole lot less like a 40 drinking it out of a wine glass so that's my story about how whining Wednesdays has no wine there was none in the house but there's always liquor so I had to have 
something today. So this is Miller Lite. If you guys like beer, this is always a go-to, right? Okay. All right, so right before the break, we were talking about my three principles and how they manifested in my life last week. So the seed that I had planted was that I was doing more work. I was stressed out. I was running around doing all the work, doing most of the work, not having any input from him. That's the negative seed that I had planted. There's nothing in that that is positive. It was all about me, 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 and how I was feeling. Art of Sia focuses in on identifying that negative seed. I was well aware that that seed had been planted and I knew that I could not water it. So now when he comes to me a couple of days later with this attitude, with his stress starting to manifest in our relationship, in our household, remember my children were even seeing it. I knew that that was not truth. It couldn't be truth. He's just stressed. So what do I have to do? I have to try to peel that onion back and to try to find the love, right? He's asking me these questions. He's being very blunt and very cold to me. But it's not that he has an attitude with me because I haven't done anything wrong. And I know that I stand on that. So therefore, that's why this attitude that is presented to me must be an illusion. When you recognize illusions, you have to look past that to find the truth. Once you find it, the truth is love. You have to lead with love. So for me... In the moment, I was leading with love by not getting an attitude with him and turning the situation into an argument because of that negative seed that I planted. So then when he confronts me about why I hadn't done X, Y, Z, now I'm getting an attitude with him. And now we're in an argument. That's how I break down my principles on a day to day. I led with love by being quiet and letting him ask the question and literally just answering the question back, keeping the emotion out of it. And then the act of kindness would have been the act of making sure that he got that sexual release that I know had not happened. Okay. This is one example. Very simple easy to break down. You guys are going through these things in your marriages all the time. When they surface in your relationship, that's the kind of steps that I want you to take to break them down. Now, I've been doing this for 10 years, so I was able to be very successful with this. And if he listens to this tonight, he'll be aware of it. But other than that, nothing changed within our relationship. There was no intimacy lost during the last week because now we've gotten into an argument over a negative seed that I had planted 
myself by by turning everything into me, me and how I was feeling. Okay, and losing sight of what it is that he's contributing to the relationship. Okay. All right. Well, that is going to be it for today, Whining Wednesdays. I know this can be a difficult concept to grasp, but if you learn these tools, you'll be able to pick out the little things in your marriage that can that you can work on. A lot of arguments, at least in my house, start over the simplest little things. And sometimes you look back and like, what are we even arguing about? Right? So I'm going to challenge you to step back, try to identify the negative seeds so that you can recognize the illusions, those false beliefs, the things that you are training your brain to believe, even though they are not true. And then I want you to lead with love. Show some kindness to your spouse. This is the person you took vows with. You want to be with him forever, right? And you want to be happy. That is the end goal here. Happily married. So if you need a little bit more guidance, please go out to my website at artofsia.com. Click on the free consultation button and let's get started with some one-on-one coaching. If you are not already, please go out to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at art.of.sia. That's S-I-A. Thank you for joining me today. Until next time. Take care of each other.